A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sans Pants Network. Let this one tell that one a tale. The story of great heroes marooned without a sea, stranded in a place of nightmares called Barovia. The antagonist, a creature known as Strad von Zarovich. As all great epics, someone must die. Either Strad. Or our heroes. Sorry, Danica, this is Jeska. He has recently, his father passed. And, um. Jeska. I, yes. All right. I. If, is. Um, why is he here and not at the orphanage? <laughs> well, there is, unfortunately, the or- orphanage right now is not very safe. So, uh, Jeska is here. Is it possible. We uh, will look after the boy. Where's, um. Bring a dog, yeah. bring a kid. Um, where's, where's the dog? Uh, the dog is out the back with one of the boys. Um, um, she, Danica, do, leans in, calls over her yeah. other son, who comes in and leads Les- yes, Jeska yes, out the back. Yes, good. Jeska, this is. Um, uh, did I ever hear catch the boy's name? Uh, uh, Danny's names. Danny's, Danny's kids. Kids. Oh, name. yeah. Well, you would hear. She yeah. she leans into the back and calls out, "Brom, uh, I need your hand with something. Uh, take this boy here. Jeska is his name. She introduces the two yeah. boys." Take him out the back mm. to Bray and the dog. I might, like, you know, kneel down if, if like, I don't know how, how Yaska's going. And it's like, yeah. uh, um, yeah, so go go and have a play with um, these two wonderful people. And there's, yes, um, there's a, a lovely beagle there. He, look at Brom. Have you, have you um, found a suitable name for the, the, the beagle yet? Were we meant to name the dog? <gasps> if you want All right, to. we will name the dog. Well, how about this? Why don't um, the two of you and your brother, why don't you... Uh, Come to a, a conclusion of what we should call that um, little puppy. Hmm? Brom nods and leads Jeska away. Do they go through the kitchen? Yeah. Maybe like with a carrot in my mouth, just watching them like, what? 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 <gasps> Danica gestures and says, we should have this conversation in the back. Right, yes. Um. Thank you so much. I. Yeah, we, we walk towards... Everyone the, is reunited? The back. The kitchen. A boy? This is a long story. Well, yeah. I thought it might have been related to the... Tongues, but it, I don't think it is. It is something else. Actually, someone you might know. Oh, yeah. Uh, Claudia, a uh, tiefling. Oh. What's my relationship with Claudia? You, a bit over a year ago, mm-hmm. you came to Valakai with Keening, and the two of you split up trying to gather support around this place. You had heard that the leader of the orphanage had some magical aptitude, and so you went over to speak to her. You gave a very impassioned speech mm-hmm. about why... 
about your cause, yeah, basically. Yeah, 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 for Probably, sure. It might have been your own words, but it might have been... Keening's words. Yeah, Keening's words through repeated. your mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, He was a very... Keening oh, is, yeah. was, is, and continues to be a quite charismatic man. <laughs> yeah. So it is entirely possible that you had been... Either you maybe were a true believer or you just kind of got swept up yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah. But either way, you gave a very impassioned speech to which you caused her to crack a little and cry a little. She believed in the cause and was one of the most fervent like adopters <laughs> of it. And she was given a cadre of a few people to on a specific mission to try and get down into the dungeons to free some people from jail cells mm-hmm. down there. You are aware that she is the only survivor. Okay. Well, uh, uh, maybe I'll be as flippant. <laughs> uh, it might be a simple... Um, the orphanage. Uh, yes, there is uh, something not uh, well with the orphanage. We uh, spoke to Claudia, I believe. You know of her. She's another survivor. Uh, yeah, and I think... Yeah. How, how, how is she? How is she? Right. I think um, she brought something back. Okay. With her. Um, kind of like maybe just like uh, it is causing the orphanage itself. It seems to be cursed. It's like a, a green mist. It's causing okay. anger. I thought it might have been related to the the, the cultists. Perhaps it was like um, uh, the, the the children of the cults uh, were were there. So it's, so it's, there so it's focusing it was, on the children. Uh, yes, focusing on the children and also anger. Whenever there is. Uh, and definitely not away from it's not a it's not a demon or devil or dead. I uh, maybe I flipped through a manual the monster. Uh, uh, but it it is a um, look like to sounds me. like hags. Hag. And grab. I pass it over. Possibly hag midnight. Hags. Hag. A hag midnight. Then I go back to eating my carrot and looking at what I'm maybe maybe I've got some other pages out where I'm looking over. <clears throat> maybe I have removed from the book because maybe it's just loose in my book yeah. the watery mass page uh, and also maybe some of my own notes about the Burger Master that I'm going over. Well, you look over Hags. I pass it to uh, Yender. <laughs> Hags. Yender. <laughs> briefly peruses the book. She, at some point, stretches it out as far as her arm will allow and kind of starts squinting at it. She brings it back up closer to her face. Holding it in that position, she says, she reads, I should say, So thy musteth, beeth, prepareth, toeth, followeth, iteth, intoeth, thy ethereal-eth as well. Yeah, Emmanuel doesn't really understand what the eth does. I'm, I think. I'm, I mean, it, uh, <laughs> in a I, sentence. Do you do you do you remember, did you smell any um, burning hair or any rotting flesh? The only thing that I can think of that is maybe that we again we were very brief, but the the nursery rhyme is a, a twisted vision. No, no, there's a. What's the nursery rhyme? I ask. Oh, it's um, it's the robin. Uh, uh yeah, okay, I know, I know the robin. Uh, it was um, but not the one where it, it's uh, it it uh, has a go um. Like who killed me? It was I said the fly with yeah. my many eyes. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I know that. I know the gist, and it was sort of darker. Uh, that is the dark version. Oh, right, 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 right. Yes, well, I barely know it anyway. Yender, so. <laughs> Yender shakes her head and says, uh, "No, there's a, there was a, I had, I convinced the headmistress to give me a little walk around before you arrived. I, I did smell burning hair. It smelled like it was coming from upstairs." I asked, and the headmistress said that had been there for a little while at least, but not the. In- it, it's a newer thing. And the kids are acting like little shits. Yeah, yes. textbook hags. <laughs> right, well, there's 
Hags in the orphanage. Okay, well, it's it, another uh, thing to add to the hags! pile. Hags! Hags in the orphanage! <laughs> right, well, I want to just kind of like sit down and just... Um, how, uh, uh, how was your day, uh, Gurgash and Chorza? I suppose... Peep, you filled everybody in about the town and in the... Yeah. <sighs> Chaucer says, We had a wonderful day, um, until recently. Not that obviously, um... I mean, yes, it's fine. Yes. You don't have no, to this, I mean, this is a okay. shit show, it's, it's, sure, it's, so You can say that? it. We, we, we are. So, why did the town guard want us? I mean, well, of course. The town I, guard I, I explained what I heard. Danica explains it. Yeah. Actually, she's probably gotten a little bit more information mm. since. You are, uh, both of you, wanted for the murders of a, they do not even name them, a man out the back of this very tavern, yeah. but then also the tanner. You are wanted for her murder. And the person they probably found. An unidentified unidentified person. Yeah. In their missing tongue, I imagine. And yes, this uh, interesting that you say tongues because they're pinning all of that on you as well. Ah, fantastic. Um, That's a lot of... Why did you put the rose in the the mouth? Who knows, Hector? The point is right now we need to prioritize. Yender puts up a hand and shakes her head. It's a part of the... I don't want to talk too much about it. I don't even want to mention its name, but it's part of the ritual. Hold on. Who who are you? Who is this? This is Yenda. She she is a um a a priest. Priest, yeah. Uh, a member of the clergy. Yeah, from... I don't like titles. Mm. She says. <laughs> uh, we know the same gods. She has been. <laughs> <laughs> what a great Mutual way to front. put it. Yeah. <laughs> she she has been um working or she has been passing her time when she got here in the town of Barovia. Oh. Uh, Yenda Brightmoon. She says, "I um you're the." Yeah, 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 yeah. Another right, right. uh, Taraka dick. Uh, actually, yes. Um, Another one. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, when uh, you 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 haven't yet met Madame Eva, have you? Yes. Um, uh, oh, Vistani, right? Yes, yeah. that is the one. So um, yeah, I've heard some of the other Vistani talk about her seer of some sort. Yes. So yeah. uh, every everyone on this table, yes, she she's told me I would I would meet, and uh, you you were one of them. Oh, all right. That's interesting. Yes. Yeah, sorry, I. Been a bit preoccupied. We got a a joint destiny, twinned fates, if you will. Yes, yeah, something yes. like that. Back in um, uh, Candor, down in Fairburn Point, uh, there is a um, honestly to me right now, Strad is a bit of a roadblock. There is an, an inky black. Uh, this Yenda laughs at the idea, like a dark <laughs> laugh at the idea of Strad being a roadblock <laughs> on your way to something else. Uh, there, yes, there is a, a malevolent force down there. I. I mean, you must have heard of Sir Grace. Grace's companions? I know of them, yeah. Grace is no longer, I think, in control of, well, Grace. That is a disquieting thought, she says. Yes. Um, Is this the first time you're hearing about it? No. Uh, I know. I just didn't listen the first time. And I haven't listened this time. Okay. (laughs) You're absentmindedly somewhere else right now. I'm still looking through Emmanuel de Monster. Maybe, in fact, I interrupt. I'm like, can you uh, enter the pegs fight ethereally? Can you enter the... Is that going to be a problem? Uh, no, or I I can't enter the ethereal, but I got all they my hate, magic. They hate divine magic as well, or magic divinely sourced, not necessarily. I got some divine source magic. Yeah, pretty oh, powerful. Uh, I don't I don't like to brag, but I'm I'm gifted. She says. That's curious. It's just not. It's coming out of the woodwork, I suppose. You live here for four years, nearly. You don't see any person connected divinely to whatever's up there, and then all of a sudden. 
two of them in one go. Mm, she says, you... Yeah. Well, how, how, how much attention are you currently paying? I know it waxes and wanes, <laughs> but how much attention are you currently paying? Yeah, I pay attention. I'm involved in the conversation now. All right. When Yenda goes, hmm, mm. you can see there's significance to that. Like, she knows that she's unusual and she's not saying something. What, what god... Are you the same gods, yes? Same, yeah. Uh, specifically yeah. Penia. I suppose when Strahd cored this little section out of the cosmology, maybe a bit of Penia was trapped in whatever divine prison cell exists above this material plane. Yeah, that, um, yeah. She <laughs> says, she probably says it like that as well. Or oh. some other secret reason, I'd say. Just <laughs> yeah, she says. Whatever the case. You don't speak to Penia, or she doesn't directly... She looks, she's quite clearly a little bit more torn lying to you than she was lying to Pip. She looks around. Do you want me to go, I say? It's, it's just a little uh, public here is all. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I promise. I just, uh, let me, let me wait until. It's, it's, no it's delicate, she yes. says. Right, right. All that's important now is that it helps us fighting the hag, to be honest. You can see while you're having this conversation, she's taken her backpack, which is just a a chest, like a wooden chest that has yeah. straps attached to it, mm. and she wears it like a backpack. She's taken that around to her front in kind of a protective way. You can see she's not consciously doing it, but mm. she is quite mm. clearly being protective of the chest. Got okay. in a box. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen weirder. <laughs> it's like I'm so under my breath yeah, to be as to almost be inaudible, you know. Mm. Imagine like trying to remember the Emmanuel de Monster entry on God in a box. <laughs> and then you're like, oh wait, no, that's a mimic. <laughs> Emmanuel de Monster. That's right. God in a box, that's a mimic. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, great. No, I should absolutely do oh, that. Yeah. God in a box well, is a mimic. Imagine a monster basic edition. Dungeons edition. Dungeons edition. If thine has seen your deity, deities, deva, or other celestial in box, it will give us thy box tooths. Emmanuel de Monster, what's in that damn dungeon edition? <laughs> <laughs> so, if the Burgermaster is eliminated one way or the other, then Lady Watcher gains control and hopefully we are no longer under the pump. Is that is what is the so it is the two people vying for control of Valakai are Lady Watcher and the Burgermaster. That's kind right? of always been the case, even when yeah. I was here. Yeah. Yeah. Danica shakes her head. Is there another option rather than letting Lady Watcher take control? Can you not just prevent this this demon thing from happening? I would the Burgermaster is not perfect, but he is preferable to Strad directly running this town. Well the thing is with this this Burgermaster, he he won't stop. He would if 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 the thing that is they are worshipping is that is stuck here. They are not going to stop trying to free it. So, un- unless we can and cut off And better his... that it is here in Valakai. Sure. Well, she leaves. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is it doing in Valakai? Is it, is it even... Yender speaks and she says, it's, uh, I think it might be sleeping. Look, not that that is necessarily much of a defense because even when sleeping, it corrupts around it. So, look... I'm on, there's no, there's no good answer to this because wherever, we can't kill it, we're not going to kill it. No. And there's nowhere to put it that's safe. 
What about the Amber Temple? Do you know anything about Do you know anything about that? Yender shrugs. What's the Amber Temple? To be honest, I don't really even know either. It, it is it's apparently it was um where there was, there was some connection there where we're meant to be heading there next. Well, I'm coming to the Amber Temple then. There was um actually wait. I grab the uh, ceremonial knife that has the infernal written in. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, uh, this was the, the the knife that they were using to to cut off the tongues. Is this important? Do they need this? Because if they need this, good. It's a good omen that you got that. Look, that, having that is actually going to delay them more than trying to scrub off that sigil. Yeah, and I didn't get much of it scrubbed off before the... Oh, well, that's fine. Came, they they can, back, it's actually so. really easy to read. Scrubbing down the sigil. If you burnt down the building, that... Would yeah, have been one thing. Scrubbing off, the, to do. Mm. scrubbing off the sigil, that's going to slow him down by maybe a day. But this knife, that's going to take them at least a week or two to get a new one. Well, that's uh, good. Well, um, that buys us more time than anything yeah, else, that's, to be oh, honest. That is good to hear. I'm going to be a sense of calm, as it were. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, is the, the inscription on it mentions um, uh, something to the amber. So I, I, I thought maybe it might be related to the amber temple. That is all I'm thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Possibly. perhaps then we should go on a little excursion to this amber temple of sorts. I sort of still need to deal with the watery mess. I, I kind of owe that to the town. It would also be uh, uh, prudent, I suppose, to solve this little issue with St. Andrew's bones as well. And the, Yes, and the, well, I guess the hags is that. All right. So, and then also right. maybe some sort of disruption to this little cult would give us a bit more time as well, says Yander. Yes, yes. It's, I guess, a hierarchy of, of problems to yourself. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. We need to prioritize. <clears throat> it seems like we have the time to push the cult down lower on our list of uh, tasks to complete. That's yeah. nice. That's yes. good to hear. So, yes, yeah, so the cult is a week, um, plus however long it will take them to finish the ritual. What, uh, what, what's, what's this about bones? Um, the ch- church here. Yeah. You would know this part, but Yender repeats it anyway. The church, uh, St. Andrew here, it's a, it was consecrated ground. Right, yeah. The consecrated ground. Not gra- anymore. You, so they, they had the bones of St. Andrew himself oh, buried okay. on, on premises, but they've been stolen. Um, the the oh. boy that we um, grabbed, so his father was an apprentice uh, working at the church, and so he, the, he died. Well, hags hate God, and so... Well, that might yes. have something to do with that. Well, it seems that um, a, a young, another another young boy by the name of Miliov. Okay, he was maybe was told by Yeska or convinced. Either way, Miliov has the bones. Right. Do, do hags possess? Just a, do they possess? Well, there's a lot of different kind of hags, and I wouldn't call it possession. But midnight hags love to corrupt. Do they need like a an inn? I guess. Uh, corruption, or is it they, they... They kind of just need to be around. Right. Um, well, I suppose that they've corrupted this, this Miliov. happens at night, typically, while somebody's sleeping. The midnight hag sort of creeps in, okay, hangs well, over the top of them, gets in their dreams, corrupts them, that kind of thing. Well, I guess we could do that one tonight, if we, we put okay. that one. Well, it would probably be good for the, uh, for the people of Velikai to have somewhere safe. Putting the bones back is probably worthwhile. Okay, so we have that. Um, this, the watery grave, the... the so watery mares. The watery mass, sorry. The watery mass, they're, they're, there's half the town guard that aren't in control or wanting to summon him. They're being controlled by the watery, watery mass. mass yeah. Tribbett starts peering over your shoulder, Pip, looking at Emmanuel, and you can see he's got kind of like looking over your shoulder <laughs> and then 
with his free hands, he's scribbling down in his little Maybe book. I, like, like kind of lean out of the way so he can look at it properly. Thank you. You're welcome. Is it best to perhaps let that one sit until we deal with the cult? It depends how many people you want the watery mess to eat. Not many. <laughs> yeah, if so not it's sort, sort of pretty pressing to... But if we... Well... So the problem there is if we, say, get rid of the watery mess and the people that have been slozzled by so it what? will then be there to protect... We do say to take off, um, take the burgomaster off the. App. Yeah, yes, that is true. Well, the watery mess is controlling at least some of the burgomaster's men and a lot of the devil worshippers. So mm. anybody who's a watery mess initiate is not worshiping the devil currently. Is it it um, the people that they are taking. I'll do some cult math here. The people that they are taking, because the watery mess, that seems to be a... Lady Watcher said that there was a, a machination for Strahd. Yes, it was, I mean, so if, probably. Are the people that are being taken, are they the ones who are in the cult? Are they the ones that are trying to summon him? Because if they're the ones that are trying to summon, are the, is that who is being taken? We don't know. I mean, it could be. They're still getting eaten, some of them. Cribbit pipes up and says, Magda was near, but not part of church. He's like flipping through his book and you yeah. see he's once again it looks like a child scribbling rather than actually note actual notes but you can see he points, clearly he knows what yeah. it means he spins he's around yeah. yeah he spins it around and points to a specific part in the book as yes. if he expects you to understand yeah oh yes of course she was his wife it it think this one would say that while this church is convenient it is not only church Unfortunately, one problem does not fix the other problem. It would be nice. It would have been nice. But yeah, no, I don't us. think so. Well, look, okay, I mean, so we're we not have... going to the watery mess tonight. So yeah. so we have the watery mess, the cult, uh, <laughs> the burgomaster, and then the, the hags. Anything else I'm missing? I, think I guess that, us I being mean, wanted. For you, I gestured at like most of the body, and then I point up to the castle. <laughs> not obviously, we can't see it, <laughs> but in the direction. Then there's, for you, the big one. But uh, yeah, those are the ones yes. that we're dealing with at the moment. But yes, well, I think the, and I point back, like, point to where you pointed, that's not going to uh, be really addressed until um, we deal with the, or head to the Amber Temple. Well, all right, then here's what I would say. If if we're going to do it, let's do it tonight. All I need is some candles for the midnight hag, and we can take care of that. Once that's done, tomorrow we make the watery mess our problem, deal with that. Then we've got at least the better part of two weeks well, to go to well, the Amber Temple. Well, we've only got what um, I was thinking as well is if you needed more time, I don't know how long it's going to take to get to the Amber Temple. You think at the very least a week, oh, probably longer than a week. So you actually, two weeks is probably not enough yeah. time. Mm. But Yenda pipes up saying, I don't know how long it's going to take to get to the Amber Temple. But what we could do is we could split it up into two groups. One group stays here in Valakai and disrupts the cult, makes sure that it takes them a bit longer than a couple of weeks to get a knife. And the other group goes to the Amber Temple, sees what's what. I think that is a good idea. Uh, Cribbit is probably the best for that, uh, as he hears so. Cribbit gives a big bow. <laughs> you, you turned invisible, did you not? This one can turn invisible. It would be uncomfortable for this one to enter the story. <laughs> but <laughs> as I have already entered the story, I do not think it will be that sort of I want to call this new style of book documentary. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew that was and coming. I have decided it's that sort of a good, song of a good docu- <laughs> <laughs> I have decided that a good documentarian should not get involved, but perhaps 
for this time, I will, since I know the rules, break the rules. <laughs> Thank you very much, Cupid. And, and whatever we do in the Amber Temple, whoever goes, we will take meticulous notes. Thank you, he says. Yes, well, 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 well let's let's do that then. Let's do that. Let's do the... the let's keep All right, I'm going to need 12 candles, I think. <laughs> Let me um, have a look. Well, I am wanted, you are wanted, Cribbit is wanted, but the other two... Uh, and Chauncer, um, yeah, your, your, I guess Chauncer, would you would want to, um, what do you want? I would like to not die. Uh, let me stay here. The two children here, they are busy most of the day, but whenever I get a chance to speak to them, it is pleasing. Children have a, a boundless curiosity that I am quickly discovering I enjoy. I think I can fix two, maybe three problems at once. Um... Well, uh, if you if you uh, want to part your knowledge onto the to the to the youth, I think I know a, exactly a place where you might be very beneficial if Claudia will have you. Well, this is the most hopeful thing you've said to me. <laughs> <laughs> Yenda Agogash, uh, what supplies do you need, Pip? I'm going to need, let's call it, ten red and black candles, but an uneven number of both. Some chalk would be good as well, and I point to both Yender and Hector. Like I said, hags hate God, so the two of you are kind of the perfect people for this. Yeah, a gogash, look, hags, especially midnight hags, they're pretty ethereal. They tend to balk from any kind of physical attack, and they just back into the ethereal plane. So it might not be necessary on this one. Cribbit, oh, your place one is not good as a fighter, but I can help. Fighters. Okay, well then, yeah, Cribbit. My words. Well let too. my words be instructional to you. I give him a thumbs up. Agogash shifts uncomfortably and says, "If it is the ethereal that they transition between, yeah. I may be able to help." Then. Yeah. Well, great. Then we'll all go. You can see the ethereal, or I can become ethereal. Perfect. Uh, my time transitioning from plane to plane has imparted upon me several powers. You may not have noticed this, but I can teleport short distances. Yes, I have noticed that, Agogash. Yes. No, I picked up on that. Oh, I thought it would be too quick for you. Anyway, <laughs> I, <laughs> right. I uh, am also able to step into the ethereal briefly, but nonetheless, I can. That right. might be helpful, I suppose. Yes. I like after I like push. scanning through Emmanuel. I place it back down, and we'll have about a minute. A minute to what? What's to the game plan? Um, we draw a circle around. Well, see, best place to capture a midnight hag is while it's feeding. Draw a circle around the person who is sleeping. Midnight hag trapped in the circle. Ten candles, uneven number, red, white, snuffed out. What do you mean by ten candles and an uneven number, red? Well, white. an uneven number of red and white candles, making up ten. So, all right, oh, thank you. Um, so five and five, but not six and four. Yes, yeah, 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 yes. And then, yes, as each candle is snuffed out, slowly it counts down how long we have to take care of the midnight hag. And you take care of it how? Uh, well, divine magic, mostly, and definitely not cold or poison. All right, so, um, so holy damage? Holy damage, but, uh, <clears throat> and this is probably going to be important, uh, clerics and paladins beware... Radiant damages are the only exception to this, and the Midnight Hag will find corruptions of this energy to supercharge them. <laughs> so maketh sure that thy spells are non-radiant, but holy nonetheless. 
Yender looks down at her hands. I look. I just look at Yender. What does he mean by holy but not radiant? Well, I mean, like, I can create fire. I mean, I, yes, but um, he said holy damage. Well, you are holy people. Is that what it needs? I can make <laughs> holy water. That uh, could help. Uh, I, 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 well, I don't know if it, that'll help, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe I not. Just <laughs> like, uh, uh, rather than holy fire, I can make like regular fire with holy magic. Maybe that's what it means. I point to Yanda. Um, I guess. Um, uh, what about um, uh, healing? If I could heal it, probably not. It would say. And then what? At what time shall we? Midnight. Midnight. So we need to get to the. It's a midnight egg. Yenda, why don't you go to uh, go to the orphanage and and tell Claudia um, that we're coming back at midnight to deal with everything that's coming in? She nods. She gets up and walks away. A gogash stands up. Candles. A gogash nods. I will get candles. He walks away. And I am going to see what I can do. I'm going to see if I can use my alchemy kit to make something with God in it. <laughs> if you need anything, a Esmir here we'll or something, let me know. Privet starts. Strumming on his lute, playing a little noise, and then Danica sticks her head in and says, Kribit, would it be okay if you did not alert everyone to your presence? Uh, D- Danny's got a point there, Kribit. Hum to yourself if you need to make music. Um, Danny, a question. Um, is there a third option that is the Burgermaster or Watcher? No one within the town has enough power to take control. If they were both taken off the map, what happens? Chaos. No one would be able to control the streets. That is not good. No one would have the money to pay town guard. Do you know anything about the how, how big the cult is that the, um, the burgomaster is running? It is about as big as the church within town. They are the two major influences. Is there anything I can do to help? Perhaps. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What can she do to <laughs> What in racking my brain? I'm like, okay, so we have the ceremonial knife. We know that the, that is going to slow them down. Getting another one, do they have to make another one? Yeah, they've got to make another one. They've got one. to make another one. Do we know? Maybe, or maybe They even... need a specific type of yep. metal. It has to be cold iron mm-hmm. specifically, so they'll need a blacksmith. 
Mm-hmm. They'll need a blacksmithy. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, they will need to perform the rite underneath a blood moon. Mm-hmm. A blood moon in Barovia is a lot more common than it is outside of Barovia. What's right. well, a mod, probably, yeah. yeah. It, uh, okay. Probably more often than that. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, before Yenda leaves uh, yeah. to talk to Claudia, just to kind of ask, all right, what is the rituals that they need to do? Um, just don't, you don't have to go into details, but what are the things that they need? Well, so they they'll, need, yeah. they'll need cold iron. So it'll be iron forged without the heat of a blacksmithy, meaning that they'll need the blacksmithy tools, but they won't need the actual forge. Right, yes. In addition to that, they'll need to perform a rite under a blood moon, which I have noticed is a lot more common in Barovia than it is outside of Barovia. So it's not every... Yeah. Once a week? Is this what they have? Maybe about once a week, yeah. Great news. All right, that's not even a problem. That's just just a thing. Can't change the moon. Yep. All right, what else? Uh, They'll need a sacrifice, which I just don't know if we can stop them from doing. Uh, It doesn't even have to be human. The sacrifice can be just a goat is enough. So, yeah, that's a... uh, We're not stopping that from happening. Uh, What else will they need? They'll need for the dagger... The inscription needs to be made with another dagger that has committed a murder. That is, well, they could just sacrifice the... Yes, they've probably got many of them. Well, yeah, you can kill two birds with one stone if they kill a person. And then, yep, okay, right. Uh, And in addition to that, they'll need... uh, It's a special type of gold coin. It's a gold coin minted in specifically another realm of darkness called Valachan. I think, or something like that. Uh, so, uh, is the, are they common? I guess they've got uh, one. They're not especially common, no. Uh, it's a, about yay big, she says. It's a maybe, I don't know how many inches or yes. milli-inches or yeah. whatever the <laughs> imperial yeah. is. But imagine a coin about 10 centimeters in diameter. Right, so the egg, and is it... It's got, she describes it, it's mm. got on one face the head of a, a zombie, and then on the other face it's got a snarling wolf. And then around the edges, it's got some inscription mm-hmm. that Yender probably doesn't know and would not tell you if she yeah. did know. Right. Uh, and so the, the gold coin is used up when they make a knife? Uh, y- y- well, it gets, I guess you could say, yeah, 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 it gets used so up. They need another one. Is, is yeah. They, they aren't especially common. And because of the size, they're easy to spot. Right. Well, I guess we need to know if they have another one or it, okay, anything else that they need. Mm, there might be some other things, but I don't know. All right. Well, thank you very much. So when Danica asks, what can she do? I simply ask, how many blacksmiths does this town have? It has uh, only the one, Dragomir. I think I know of a way of slowing them down. Uh, you suggest destroying the blacksmithy? Yes. Or killing the blacksmith? I think both would work. Right. Uh, the town without a blacksmith, no horses shooed. Uh, it'd probably be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's probably a worthwhile sacrifice, really. Danica gives a dark look and says, if it is the lesser of two evils. Is there a way to... Gotta pick one. Is there a way to um, capture, kidnap the blacksmith? Perhaps. In disposium? I would... If we... That is beyond our power. We are not a military force, nor are we particularly adept warriors. Yeah. This is where you need... We uh... can find Dragomir for you, but it would be up to you to capture him. We have an established spy network, though we do not have informants in many places. Uh, do you have? Uh, I explain the gold coin as well. 
Um, that is another this thing. This is more need. doable. We would be able to locate any such coins within town. If you can locate them, then that will slow them down. I understand that, yes, a town needs a blacksmith. I know I said we did not have any contacts, but we do have, we have few contacts, informants. One such is among the Vistani outside of town, uh, a trustworthy source. Uh, the Vistani see more coin than anyone else. They would be able to tell me if such a thing happened. Uh, well, yes, uh, those, those things would be useful. I will track down these coins, and do you want to know where Dragomir is? It's probably worthwhile. Uh, we will find Dragomir. Uh, when you say it is worthwhile, it seems like almost an afterthought. Any action that we do exposes us. And I need you to understand, as much as you know that the Blue Water Inn is one of our Let us homes, say no, then. Let us say no. I do not want to be responsible uh, yeah. for yeah, a, having a town without point. a blacksmith. Is That will be a last resort if we cannot we find these gold coins. find the contact to find the coins. Hmm. All right. Good. Well, uh, was there anything else? No, that is all. Thank you. I told Pip, but I did not tell you. You may consider this place safe for you. I do not know if this description has been given to you. We are a a group known as... Oh, right, yes. The um, uh, bird, birds of a feather, a flock of... It was... Um... Unhappily, <laughs> Danica <laughs> interrupts you back and says, the way of the feather. Yes, right. Sorry. Um. Yes, Pip uh, mentioned it. It was a, a group of birds. Where ravens? Yes. Da. We are uh, most of us uh, were ravens. Right. This place, the Blue Water Inn, is our one of our uh, bases, if you will. The only one we let known to anyone. Were ravens? So, do you have, is it similar to how the werewolves work? Is it like um, you are bitten by one, they there, do you have a were-raven god? I would describe it as less of a affliction and more of a disease. Okay. Uh, it works similar to the regular versions of lycanthropy, but we remain more in control of ourselves. You have, um, you see, the werewolves that we, we've encountered, they had um, they started worshipping some sort of a deity. Do you, do you have something similar? Or is it... We Worship many deities. There are, a, right. if there is a deity for anything, whether or not the werewolves are speaking to an actual entity, whether they have created an entity through their belief, or whether there was always a lycanthropy deity, is uh, not for me to know. Hmm. Certainly, there is no god that we worship. Not singular. Interesting. Right. And it is every raven around here. Is a is a one of your family? Uh, all ravens are friendly well friendly to our kind Uh, they know us we know them so whether if you see a raven it will always be a friend if it is a rare raven you will not know until they transform ah okay yes I think we um probably I guess we've encountered you before yes we are yes you did she says (laughs) she says with a knowing sort of like yes you did you have encountered a were raven (laughs) oh right so you yes you were circling circling Pip's crops. That's right. <laughs> we uh, we do not specifically target his crops, but if we he, are hungry he to, and he, he has like, more than he needs, he likes to think you do. <laughs> I have another question. Sorry. Um. Do the do the druids eat horses? Danica. Danica seems taken aback by that question. It kind of seems to have come from nowhere for her. She. 
Actually, no. No, the exact opposite. When you say that, Danica gives you a look like she was privy to the conversation that you have had about this previously. And you assume some spy of hers has overheard this. And she says, I would not put it past them. (laughs) Vindication! (laughs) Oh, that is a shame. (laughs) If they have taken one of your horses, I would not be shocked to discover that it had been killed and eaten either in a ritual or just because they enjoyed the bloodshed. That is rather morbid. Hmm. Speaking of the druids, I would be very aware of them, or try to be very aware of them. They are not without power, especially within this land, as it is given to them by Strahd through the land. We are at constant odds with the druids. They they are part of Strahd's spy network, and they are in competition with our spy network. We try not to clash with them, but they seek fights with us very often. Mm. And they are, as I said, part, but not all of Strahd's spy network. He has eyes and ears everywhere. We do not, even with this place, she says, gesturing around to the end, we do not tell people about it lightly. This is not our only home, Mm. but we have few. This place, the Blue Water Inn, is... The only safe place that we feel comfortable letting you know about. Well, um, thank you very much. This comes with a very important proviso. Barovia has been like this for hundreds of years. For longer than any of us have ever been alive. The only creature that has seen the beginning of Barovia and lived to today is Strahd and perhaps a dedicated cadre of his internal allies. No one else has seen the beginning. And... Of the organizations that were here at the beginning, we are the only one left. We have survived because we have picked our allies very carefully and we have only informed people of things that they absolutely need to know. This inn Mm -hmm. must remain secret. I won't tell anybody about this. Thank you for your hospitality. Thank you for looking after the dog. Thank you for looking after Jeska. And thank you for looking after us. She nods. Were it only our lives that were in danger? She returns to the bar. What does that mean? Uh, I honestly, I don't know. <laughs> You've seen Strahd retaliate. <laughs> You've seen taking someone's life is not the way Strahd retaliates. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, oh, yep, 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 yep. Case in point, a pip. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh. And I also <laughs> imagine Danica looks at me when she's like, we pick our allies carefully. Quick glance to Pip. Where's the dog, I say? Um, uh, at, the back? at the back playing with the... Um... I'm going to stand up and I'm... I'm Rom gonna... has returned, by the way. He's continuing to prepare food for tonight. Mm. Might go see what the dog has to say. I'm going to go out the back and then I'd like to cast Beast Bond on the dog. <laughs> I would also get... I've, I have grown very attached to this dog, so I will also say hello, play with the Can toy. I the yeah, of course. I have a telepathic conversation with it. Yeah, you form a telepathic connection yeah, with I the dog. Hike up my pants, get down, grab the little beagle's face in my hands. Maybe it's less magical. It's more like I'm just kind of like, you yeah. know, I'm vibing with the dog. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, in the mechanics of the game, this is a spell. Yeah. But for the mm. flavor of the game, you are just incredibly attuned. You're a hunter. Yeah, yeah. You know what animals are thinking. I, uh, I get down and I'm like, maybe I... Uh, Oh, what's a question to ask the dog? <laughs> maybe maybe with like the dog's face in my hand and my like nose almost touching it, I'm like, what would you like me to ask the dog? Um, well I, I uh, you're speaking to the dog. 
course you can. Sort of, yeah, <clears throat> kind of. Um, well, I guess, um, ask it if it wants anything right now. Do you want anything, little fella? Uh, uh, food. <laughs> He's hungry. Bray says, we just fed it. We just fed you. <laughs> Food. Yeah, he's he's not having any of that. Bray gets up, he goes inside, <laughs> and he comes out with some chicken. Ah, uh, thank you, Bray. Thank you. I feed the dog chicken. Ah, oh, that's good. <laughs> it, um, I asked Bray, like, have you? Uh, did you three decide on a name? We have thought about it, and we want to call the dog. He looks around like he's being a little naughty. We want to call the dog. Erwin. <laughs> Jeska, who seems to be in a lot better cheer right now, Jeska says, Erwin too. <laughs> uh, ask if the if, if the dog has a name or if it would be uh, preferred to be called Erwin too. Do you have a name? Um, no, name, know. no. The dog seems really upset he's at the upset idea. By, that, by the idea of having a name? Yeah. He doesn't want a name. I think he likes dog. You telepathically get do- no, 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 no. The it's the, there's some trauma about okay. that. Okay, I don't think he wants to be named. Okay, well, um, I mean, you'll work on that. It's a dog. What uh, uh, we want to uh, ask, uh, I, I, ask I, him I, if the, his owner ever had a, a gold coin. Uh, or... Did your owner ever have anything shiny? Did he ever have anything? That, you that see shone? many, many, many shiny things. The dog gives you many examples yeah. of shiny things. A lot of them are coins because as a business, she yeah, dealt she with a lot, of money. a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a massive, like, like memories going through your mind. You manage to telepathically, you reach out and you stop this chaotic ride yeah. as it, uh, you see a big, about 10 centimeters in diameter coin on one side. You can see that it has the visage of a zombie. Okay. And you can see a now alive Tanner. She is standing over it with a dagger in her hands, and there the dagger is bathed basically in blood. Mm-hmm. The sticky, hot blood slowly is drooling down the dagger and drip, 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 falling onto the coin. Is there only one coin in the memory? There's only one coin. Okay, but that means they've used up the coin. Mm. Presumably, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, I can only see one coin, or, or the dog here only remembers one coin, so... That is good. Uh, perhaps ask um, the faces of of the people that the, the Tanner associated with um, during the. Uh, that's not the a bad cult idea. Bullshit. I try to yeah. I, I try to communicate to the dog that I'd like to see some of its previous the the people that hung around its owner, its owner's friends, and you yeah. get a a flurry uh, of faces. Some of them you recognize already as like Isaac mm-hmm. is there. Maybe Dragomir and Magda, a lot of other faces, yeah. mostly ones that you don't recognize. And I guess as well a dog's memory. Yeah. It's yeah. that's so well, we, yeah, no, it is a little yeah. bit chaotic. It's probably the dog without thinking about it is giving you memories where smell is more important mm. than sight. Mm. So you're like, uh, you've got some faces yeah, now, but, but like none of them nothing massively yeah, useful. No new no new information, yeah. I suppose. Okay. I c- communicate that. Yeah. I think that might be all the dog has to tell us. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm like, well, we know who kind of took her. Wait, do we know who took her? Uh, perhaps you could um uh, ask um who if he saw who took the tanner. Oh yeah, all right. Um do you know who took your owner, fella? 
There's a bit of panic to this memory. It's all right. The You're dog okay. is just vaguely aware. It, you get the perspective of the dog. They were just in the room, in yeah, the yeah. room that you found them when this happened. Mm. So they didn't get a look, unfortunately. But the dog remembers being woken up in the middle of the night, loud noises happening in their owner's room, and they, they're like really, maybe emotionally they become overwhelmed. You get the, <laughs> a dog obviously does not have the capacity to feel emotion in the way that a human has. Yeah. So um, they emotionally, they get overwhelmed very, a lot more easily. And so you feel what it's like to have the emotional capacity of a dog <laughs> and it is being overwhelmed. It's un, it's, you Ooh. understand. You Ooh. get it. The dog doesn't like <laughs> yeah, it. Right. But apart from that, you get no information about what happened that I, night. I think it was too traumatic for the dog. Ask it, it, it just it, what did it what it wants, its favorite food, those kind of things. Things that I can um, to, to look after. It. As the sun sets, you learn how to look after this dog. Meanwhile, somewhere far to the north, the sun is similarly as it is here setting. As the sun sets over Lake Zarevich, Boris slowly paces out of the forest. It looks as a congregation of people are milling about at the lake's edge. Boris watches intently with several other diarist wolves at his back as slowly, one by one, the shimmering field of glass that is the surface of Lake Zarevich begins to bubble upwards and then slowly, laboriously, Two massive, dark, wet tendrils extend out of the water, and Boris can hear screaming. A person is being dragged towards the lakefront. They're fighting and struggling. They do not want to be dragged, but they have no choice. There are simply too many people forcing them forwards. A final, smaller tendril reaches forwards to grab this person. It wraps itself around their neck, tightens, and then drags them in. The person screams, and then it stops. The mass begins to slowly sink once again beneath the water. There is no longer a person there, other than the congregation, obviously. Boris watches, no emotion playing across him, Almost as if he's almost as if he's observing a mound of ants doing what they do. <laughs> oh God! As the congregation leaves, the sun has completely set by the yeah. time that the last of the congregation are gone. Boris gets up and wanders over to the lake's edge. Boris has no interest in dealing with these cultists. Sure. While they are ultimately a design of Strahd, he does not consider them in any way his equal. But. More so than the druids, he sees them as so far beneath him that there's not even... You might not even consider them. Why why would he interact with them? Sure. As he approaches the lake's edge, that mass begins rising again, and the two tendrils slowly snake their way out of the water. One final tendril reaches out for Boris as if he was another sacrifice or supplicant. Boris growls, and the tendril stops. The wet, watery mass does not know why, but it cannot attack at Boris. Mm -hmm. It is ultimately here on Strahd's orders. The creature does not understand this. It does not know that it's being controlled. It has no awareness beyond a desire to simply exist and then an impulse to either eat or mind control. But somewhere within it, it is bound, shackled by Strahd as 
a punishment here for Valakai, for those who stood against him. And Boris, as a respected lieutenant of Strahd, <laughs> is safe from this creature. It will not harm someone such as Boris. God damn. <laughs> that fucking wolf. <laughs> a second, no, a fourth, I should say, tendril, small, like the third one, reaches out. Boris sits where he is, and as the tendril reaches, it turns and curves, presenting part of it to Boris's mouth. Boris wraps his mouth around it and bites down. The mass is in pain, agony, as a tendril is torn off it, but it does not react, or it does not recoil, it does not try to stop what is happening. It cannot. It doesn't want this, but it can't stop it from happening. Boris tears off a tendril and then slinks off into the forest why, with it. Why did you do that? <laughs> but why did you do that, Adam? <laughs> what is he, why but what's he going to do with a tendril, man? You've had your little chat with the dog. Mm-hmm. The beast bond spell has yeah, ended. Sure. I guess, well, what time is it? It's about maybe, at this point, six. Okay. Dinner is being served. You can smell the delicious smells of food okay. wafting in from the kitchen. Brom calls you in, and there's some food for you here. Cool. I guess we'll go inside and and eat. Yep. Yeah. I'll I'll eat. I'll call the dog in, and they can eat by my side. And uh-huh. a few times you some scripts in the night. A few times you hear the guards come in, and sometimes they're here to do a search. In which case, Danica gets you to all of you mm-hmm. to hide. I don't. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes they're here, and you can tell they're just literally causing disturbances. They are vaguely aware that Danica maybe isn't directly hiding you, but they can tell that Danica knows something that she isn't letting on. So they have begun giving the Blue Water in a hard time. Mm. You hear Mm. them come in, and if they're not searching for you, they start harassing the patrons, and very quickly it becomes a much quieter night than last night. Mm. That sucks. That's sad. That's sad for the Blue Water in. Yeah. Causing more problems for them. So... I, I guess, unless you're all uh, doing anything, Midnight eventually rolls around. Yeah, mm-hmm. not really. I, I, mm. I'll i be making an alchemical uh, I, uh, concoction. An alchemical food. mixture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What um, would you like to make? I would like to combine ectobloom, mm-hmm. pounding killer hands, and some ghoul guts. What's your intention? Uh, to make uh, five uh, arrows that do fire damage, but that can also affect uh, like ethereal things. That's the yeah, you get it. Five fire arrows of fire that will affect an ethereal being. And then I'd also like to make a juice. <laughs> By which I Why mean a potion. juice? <laughs> um, made out of devil's horn, lichen hide, and some agate, which I know is a rock. Yes. <laughs> but I can crush it up. I'd, I'd allow it, yeah. Um, to give myself magic and regular damage resistance. Okay, it's you can tell it's a weak potion I'll but it, it will yeah, work yeah. that's fine that's fine yeah. and then i'll just slot them into i assume on my body i have little potion slots and sure. holes yeah you know, absolutely bandolier yeah. bandolier yeah slotted in but otherwise I'm, yeah. yeah that's all i'm doing okay um i'll uh, i guess go over the spells that i know and try to avoid anything with radiant but m- yeah yeah that's basically it the prayers that you know yeah. <laughs> sorry for you they would be prayers <laughs> yes the prayers that i know and, and... <laughs> sorry excuse me <laughs> Uh, so it was just um, don't hit him with radiant. And was there anything that the the, the, the good? The well, good I would book? have probably passed. Yeah, the good yeah, book. I would have probably passed book. it around <laughs> between everybody, so everybody could get a sense 
of what we're kind of going to come up against. Mm. Um, and I think I've explained before, like the plan will be place 10 candles around. Mm-hmm. Yes, the um, of, of even... Even numbers, odd, uh, yeah, odd numbers of both red and um, white, black, and red, and, red, red, and, and white. red and white candles, and then uh, we will probably need to wait in hiding. I would imagine you also need to know who the current target is. Yeah, but we're pretty sure the, the target. I would assume would be Meliov. Yeah, and uh, we... I, I guess when we got uh, Yenda to to go and in, when Yenda went and informed Claudia that we'd be back later the in the in the, in the evening or mm-hmm. that night. Uh, to also get a description of Miliov or where they would be sleeping, I guess. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah, Miliov has his own room. He's one of the the older boys get, mm. well, the older kids get their own rooms at the orphanage. The younger ones have to share. Yeah, you're not sure why. This is just how it works. No, that makes sense. Yeah. It's a privilege. You get older, yeah. you get a bigger bed. Um. So yeah, we'll create a sort of magic circle around the bed where the sleeper would be, this Miliov, mm-hmm. and we'll light the candles around, evenly spaced, odd and, number. Uh, we need to do them when they're asleep. They don't know that we're there. Well, I, don't, I think the child, the child needs to be asleep, but I think they can know that we're doing this. That's right. probably good, really. Uh, I was just thinking because if um, Cribbit killed. Well, I think it's probably worthwhile for us to hide, certainly, around the hag, or at least be in the other room, so that when the hag enters the bedroom, it doesn't immediately see that the jig is up and try and hightail it. So if we can kind of secrete ourselves within the room and then come out, in many ways it's an ambush uh, that we're pulling on this midnight hag. I don't think she'll be expecting five people uh, sort of exploding out of a child's bedroom with intent of doing her harm. Um Yes, it and is not a common thing, says a cocat. <laughs> yes, yeah, true. And then we will have one minute, mm-hmm. as every five seconds a candle is snuffed out mm. to eliminate the midnight hag. Mm. After which, it just might be difficult to capture her again. She just might realize what we're doing. Mm. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's pretty much it. Yeah. I'll follow your lead. All right. Yeah. It's come close to midnight. Are we heading to the orphanage now? Yep. Yender, I believe, went ahead and yes. is meeting you, meets you out the front. You can see she and Claudia are out the front. They usher you inside and... Exchange a glance with Claudia, I suppose, <laughs> given we have quite an intense shared history. No, Claudia refuses to look at you. Okay. That's a shame. Claudia makes every effort not to acknowledge that you are here. That's cool. Mm. Maybe I'm even trying to catch her eye. Like... No, she refuses. Yeah. You make your way up the stairs, and you can hear the sounds of many... Well, actually, no, they wouldn't be quietly sleeping. You can hear the sounds of children not quietly mm. sleeping and needing mm. to be shushed and absolutely acting up. Maybe, you know, highs or lows? Highs. Oh, no. Uh-oh. All right. So Uh-oh. as you hit the stairs to go up, out of one of the other side rooms, a door explodes open, mm-hmm. and you can see you see through the door into one of the common rooms where a bunch of kids are all bunked yeah. together. One of the kids steps out, looks at the group, and says, what the hell are you all doing here? I want to pick up the kid and just put it back in its room. <laughs> <laughs> Tick tock. And <laughs> keep walking up the stairs. You're able to <laughs> physically force the kid back into the room. He keeps yelling and making a commotion. You close, close the, door. the door. Claudia still does refuses to acknowledge Pip. But mm-hmm. Hector, you hear her like I didn't do the cl- she makes like a tutting sound. She does not like that Pip did that. We're on a time limit here. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, look, the, the, yeah, yeah, we, the, yeah, okay. Well, I just, I am right it's now so, so out of my depth. I don't really know what's going on. Yep, whatever. I just love the idea of Pip fighting any other hag back yeah. in his regular life and just being like, "Get out of here, kids!" Fucking swinging kids I'm around. I'm trying to comic. save you, you animals. Hello, <laughs> mm. fighting you, them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe mouthing to Claudia like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> Claudia <laughs> Claudia looks at you and you feel like you've been told off. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. That's bad. It's just like, a look. You yeah. feel you've been taken back yeah. to as a child mm. when mm-hmm. uh, like you disappointed a parent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's man. like yeah, getting wrapped over the knuckles yeah. by like yeah. the brothers at the yeah. church. Yeah. 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 You get up to the second story mm-hmm. and you are led down to one of the doors where Claudia very quietly she turns around and maybe she does <laughs> so this is the first time she's technically acknowledging you Pip <laughs> yeah. in that she's acknowledging the entire party mm-hmm. she turns around and she puts just a finger to her lips to shush you she opens the door and carefully checks to make sure that Miliov is asleep. Mm-hmm. When she when she confirms that Miliov is asleep, she pushes the door open and lets everyone in. All right. You all make a very important oh, stealth check. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know I'm gonna. I think. Oh, I was about to be so cocky. I was like, I know I'm gonna nail it because I'm a very quiet stealthy There's boy. There's nothing better than fucking this one oh, up. Oh damn. All right, you didn't roll well, but you got you got some natural skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, once again, uh, I forgot mm. we got fucking a Gogash and Hector, mm. who are like eight foot tall. Mm. Hector, uh, a Gogash is probably among the best in the party. Classic. Yeah. Look, I'm oh not... no, actually, you do better. Yeah. Wow, thank he... God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm currently not wearing heavy, cumbersome armor, so that's that, true. You know, it isn't. It's just not a disadvantage. <laughs> so um, yeah, you are sort of a big purple glute, though. Oh, yeah. You yeah, have yeah, brought yeah. Cribbit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Has a lows. Oh my God, lows. Oh my God. Cribbit, what did Cribbit? <laughs> As Cribbit enters, I don't need to. Well, that makes my job easier. I don't need to roll for anyone else. As Cribbit enters the room, he begins playing a song. <laughs> Pip just like looking at him, like, oh, I'm fine. What are you doing? <laughs> and then put my hand over like all the wires <laughs> on his. <laughs> I put my hand over his. his, I'm helping. I'm helping. I'm helping. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sanspans Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&Ds for Nerds on your favourite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.